Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, this is Firefly. Uh, we talk about horror oh, movies on this guest. show. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, of course, October. Uh, it's the month of Halloween. We are doing lots of episodes. This is the the third in a trilogy of films that we started two weeks ago. Uh, the third and final film in the series it is Slumber Party Massacre 3, uh, which came out in 1990, and it... Uh, uh, was it directed by some person <laughs> Sally Madison directed it and it's uh, you know it's kind of you know group of girls have a slumber party guys show up because of course <laughs> they do and there's a killer and he's got a drill kind of like the last two movies and that's what is that's just the movie uh, so we'll start spoiler free I guess uh, and I'll warn you somewhere in the middle Oh. Before we go into spoilers, but that is that is the idea. Tim, yeah, did you enjoy Slumber Party Massacre Three? Uh, yeah, it was okay. Uh, I, I'm not as in love with this franchise as I was hoping to be. Um, I mean, again, we've been saying this a lot. Like you know, since the first movie, you brought it up that a movie called Slumber Party Massacre, you kind of know what you're getting into, and um yeah i don't know it just didn't uh, didn't work for me like it's a decent slasher uh like there's a lot of goofy cheesy you know uh, 1990 but it feels very 80s i think um but so there's like you know cheesy 80s stuff in it that uh is funny but not like so over the top that this would make me love it so yeah i mean i I had fun but it's just okay to me it doesn't reach like some of the heights as like other cheesy or bad movies. Fireflies tell me what he thinks. What's that, cat? <laughs> What's that? Oh, he he uh, he enjoyed it. Uh, it was ninety minutes of sitting on my lap, so he was he was <laughs> he was in a good mood afterwards. Uh, no, I like th- this is probably objectively the worst of the three. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, is I still had a fun time with it. But I had a fun time with it almost for again different reasons. Than that. Yeah. I mean, it, it can, it, there's some crossover with the others, of course, because you have the cheesiness, mm-hmm. you have the girls with the slumber party, and we'll talk about that stuff. But this one, by far, had the... And this is kind of saying something after the last one, but... I think one, I know what you're going to say. This one had, by far, the worst acting. Of the, oh, no, never mind. Three movies. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like, it... it um, there was one girl in particular, who was a brunette who had big hair, like, like, like I remember the character mm-hmm. names, I was like seven girls and four guys and like yeah. no uh but she there's a, a moment early on in the movie what after once the, the main girl's house and she goes outside to talk to the, the main girl and she's telling her a story about how she's been you know working as a waitress and this guy keeps coming in and saying hi oh, to yeah. her and she's like mm-hmm. uh, so this guy he came in and he, he flirted with me and then he came in the next night and he's come in the next night and now he comes in even when i'm not there they told me and then yesterday I actually walked up and talked to him and you know what happened we're going out tomorrow night yeah and the entire conversation all I could all she was reminding me of the way she was talking and the way she kept kind of pausing but kind of running on at the same time mm-hmm. it reminded me a lot of the mother from Birdemic <laughs> oh it's high praise that is genuinely what it reminded me of and if you've not seen that that won't mean much to you but let's just say terrible acting can't deliver lines and there was a there was other characters and actors doing that in this movie but she was consistently at least the other actors would occasionally have a good line mm-hmm. 
Like it was hit and miss, where she every line that came out of her mouth, it sounded like she was reading the page, like she had the script yeah. in front of her and she was reading the script. Yeah, there's like a, some funny scenes with you know the dialogue and the bad acting, but again, it just doesn't. I feel like go far enough to the point where I'm like, oh man, I was laughing every second of this movie. It's you know, hey, it's not a good movie, but it's like really hilarious. Like there were definitely parts I was laughing for sure, but. Um, but then there were other parts I was just kind of like a little bored and um, and honestly I think part of it is the fact that we watch all these pretty close together because I, I feel like you know more or less you're kind of getting the same thing with each movie except for like the killer in the second movie which is really bizarre and I don't know where but otherwise like you know a lot of the characters I, I feel like all feel very similar and yeah you're gonna get you know, cheesy dancing and singing at an all-girl slumber party, and then killing's gonna start. And it it, it might have played better if you know we waited like a couple of months or something. We did this, and I was like, oh yeah, I haven't seen a movie like this in a while. But after watching all these so close together, I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, I get it. Yeah, uh, no, I, yeah, there's a bit of fatigue because they are pretty similar. I do think this mm-hmm. is weirdly the one with the least vision. Like I feel like the first one, mm-hmm. it. It did some things, even though it wasn't necessarily always the best. Maybe it had the best kills, it had the best suspense, I suppose, if you will. The second one, like the director, had this crazy vision of these guitar scenes, and, <laughs> like what the movie meant and mm-hmm. what was real, what was, and like you know, say what you want about it, but there was a vision there. This one just mm-hmm. kind of feels like no, it was just a slasher movie. We need to have a killer, and mm-hmm. here's his motivation, and here's what's happening. Uh, and that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. I also remember how in the second movie we talked a lot about the the random, well not random, but like the girls are all partying and dancing, and one of them gets something spilled on their shirt, so they end up just taking their shirt off. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, oh yeah, let's just take take shirts off. Well, half <laughs> of us will be topless. This one goes even further, where they start. They have a similar scene where they're all dancing to music, and then one of them mm-hmm. says, "What are you try to do a strip tease? I'll show you how to do a strip tease." <laughs> and then she does a strip tease with her friends, mm-hmm. even though like, yeah. you know, yeah, because. People yeah, no, do one, no one was, yeah, no one was like saying like, "Hey, we we should go." It, it it does have a weird image of like, is this what slumber parties are? Like, just like half of it is going to be people dancing. Uh, that always seems to be a, a big proponent. Which I don't know if people ever do that in real life. Like, just dance in their homes. Uh, I don't know, it just seems like so weird to me. Oh no, to be fair, uh, the dancing I think is probably the most realistic part. I mean, not not the taking off the clothes part, but like, <laughs> I, I feel like, that, for a girl's slumber party, I'm thinking, not not so much guys, but like... Possibly. Maybe not at this age, admittedly, like, but I, I yeah. can see like, you know, like a bunch of 13-year-old girls, like, put some on some music and they're dancing around on the carpet. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know, it just feels, maybe it's because of like the, the acting or the age or something, but it just feels like, really, this is what people think goes on. What, you mean the I fact mean, that they're all like 27, 28, pretending yeah. to be 17? <laughs> I mean that part? Yeah. Just like, hey, let's all dance around in like skimpy, you know, uh, pajamas. Yeah, that, that's the other thing, yeah. They, they all make a point of getting changed into like these 90s. It's not even like comfy. Yeah. It's not, like, I'd, I'd get the whole thing with the change out of pajamas and it's like, you know, comfy pajamas with like a top and yeah. a bottom. But no, they're all in these like slinky, like 90s, like <laughs> you, they'd wear if they were trying to seduce someone. It's weird. Yeah. But, Hey, movie, movie going to do what it does, and that is just <laughs> what it is. Oh, I, I think my big problem with this is, 
and, and yeah, you kind of touched upon it, but the lane or the the kills are, just really aren't there. Like, there's there's a few like okay things here and there. And then there's a lot of stuff that yeah happens like off screen, and I don't know when you do see them, it's just it's not it doesn't feel very inspired or creative. I guess uh, there's like one kill in particular I thought was really laughably bad. Um, but uh, I, I think that's the worst part. Like, if it at least had, like, really interesting, over-the-top, crazy kills, then this could be a super fun B-movie. But without that, you have, like, the cheesiness that you want in those kind of movies, but without the actual oomph to really emphasize it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it more than you did. Again, as a bad movie, like, I'm not going yeah. to defend it much, but, like... <laughs> The, the bad acting, the you know the weird creepy neighbor who's got a telescope who's like yeah. watching, like that's one of the things this movie does. There's like three people who could be the killer. Like it actually plays with who is it. Like it could be mm. it's kind of a who done it. Uh, there's like the really obvious creepy guy who kind of looks like he's staring at them, and then there's the creepy neighbor. Mm. There's a new pretty boy that one of them just like dating. Like you know, it could be any of these people, and it kind of plays with that idea a little bit. Yeah, just something that's kind of weird. So halfway through the movie, and, and I'm still spoiler free. I'm not going to go into this too much, but. When they try and phone the police for help at one point, the guy's like, oh, oh yeah. this, is, this is just a prank. Yeah, you girls better calm down. <laughs> like, in the second movie, these these police officers, remember Officer Kruger and Officer Voorhees, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. come to the house and there's nothing happening. So it kind of, like, it was still unbelievable. It was still, you know, <laughs> completely a far cry from realism. But they at least came to the house and saw nothing was there. They wasted their time. Yeah. <laughs> so when they were told, no, we're not coming back later, at least there was, like, a lack of sense to it. Here, he gets a phone call, assumes in the first phone call that this is bullshit, and just doesn't respond. And mm. then doesn't respond again later when it's like, you know, full-on murders are happening. But here's, here's, the, here's the thing that gets me. There's this other cop that's there, right, who's talking to mm-hmm. him. He's like a detective. And he's like, oh, what's the address? I'll check it out, you know, on my way home, just so we, don't, we both feel good that we've not, you know, passed up an actual mm-hmm. crime or an actual emergency. Did that cop ever actually show up at the house? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Because I, I saw that scene and I'm like, okay, they're setting up that he's going to show up at the right moment mm-hmm. later for, you know, when something bad's about to happen. And instead, he just never does. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I guess maybe this is like a thing with these movies that the police department is just horrible. Like, <laughs> like uh, well, unabashedly for, inefficient. That makes sense for the guy answering the phone, but it doesn't make sense for this detective who seemed concerned and they actually set up, I'm going to go over mm-hmm. to that house. He, they set that up and then he just never arrives. Well, maybe he was going to do it on his way home, but his shift didn't end before the movie ends. That's not how writing screenplays works. <laughs> hey, I mean, I didn't write it. I'm just trying to come up with some answers. Nah, there wasn't enough goats for you. <laughs> they do commit uh, uh, a cardinal sin, which is um, they waste pizza in it, which is very sad. But, uh, you know. Okay. <laughs> Tim's got his priorities in line. He knows what he's doing. Uh dear. Uh, there's a couple of fun kills, though. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. And some of the characters are especially cookie. Uh, which is the best part about it is kind of how cookie it gets at times. Like the killer when he's like, you know, just yelling things out and the way he's erratic. He's, he's kind of like, again, he's different from the, the first two because the first guy was silent, other than like one line of dialogue. The second one talked a lot but he was really stylistic because he had the the guitar and it was all kind of dreamlike and whatnot. This one 
he's just like a raving lunatic. He, he won't shut up, but he's in a more madman kind of a way. So you, you've got that going on for it. I have some questions about the killer once we get into uh, spoilers. Because yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to know more about him or what. But It, it felt like we'll there was supposed it. to be more and <laughs> they just kind of forgot to leave it. Kind of like how the cult I, never showed up. Like The script just kind of yeah, lost that page. I I think, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I, I kept thinking that there that there was going to be some connection between him and the other movies, but you don't really get that. I thought it was going to be as well. That, that, I thought the exact same thing, but well. Okay. All right. So I, I'm, I'm glad it's not me. I just I didn't know if I was not remembering a character or something, or but. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's basically the spoiler-free review. Anyway, it's as far as just overall quality, I'd, I'd say. Um, yeah, it, it's much like I, the last one. It's not a good movie. It's probably the, the weakest of the three on an objective level. Uh, because the acting is so poor and the yeah. it, things make even less sense than they did before. Uh, I will say um, we watched the extended unrated cuts or the uncut oh, yeah. version. Um, How could you not? <laughs> and you could tell, like, I'd, I'd actually be fascinated to watch this again, but the theatrical cut, because you could actually tell what scenes were put back in because the quality, the image quality, because it, it looked quite good mostly. Like the regular mm-hmm. scenes looked great, you know, on this Blu-ray transfer. Yeah. But then it then it went to like these scenes that had been inserted, and it suddenly went very blurry. And it was like, <laughs> okay, right, I can tell what the added scenes were. Uh-huh. But it was kind of fascinating because some of these, like, sh- like some of it makes sense because it's like a bit of gore and stuff, and that that <laughs> makes sense. But some of it was like like middle chunks of scenes that how would this make sense if you took that middle part out? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think about it too much, but that's a good point. <laughs> like it was weird. Like some of the, some of it was like these these random shots in the middle of scenes, and I'm like, man, I, I kind of want to watch it without these shots just to see how it plays. Like, does it make sense? So, so you know what was funny is um, I I was watching this. I, I bought the the Blu-ray two pack of Summer Party Massacre two and three, uh, and so I was watching this, and you know when you go to play, it gives you the option for. Uh, theatrical cut or the unrated cut or extended cut and uh, so i chose the unrated extended one and uh it started playing i checked to see how long it was and i was like "Ooh, 87 minutes wow <laughs> they really beefed this up from the 75 minute runtime of the last two movies did you check the theatrical cut runtime i'm curious no i, I didn't but i i was wondering like oh, i wonder if the the other version was 75 minutes because uh the first two movies both were because imdb says uh 87 actually so but okay. that, that's the, the unrated cut we've established that so that has there has to be a shorter version theatrical is just 85 oh wait no the theatrical is 75 minutes really what why it's so strange to me that these movies are like all the same length yeah, <laughs> and like I, such a particularly like short length this is strange uh <laughs> To, be, to, 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 to its credit, I never felt like it was bloated compared to the first two. It wasn't like... Oh, no, no. I wasn't no, like, oh, no. my God. This is like Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. What was all these extra scenes? <laughs> oh, my God, no. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I think these the first two movies might be like two of the only movies we've done that are under 80 minutes. Like, Yeah, that's real surprising. Uh, there's, there's maybe one or two more that we've done, but like typically we're at yeah. least 80 minutes. Like That's, that's just movie length. Uh, it has been for a long time. Yeah. But so strange <laughs> so strange uh, so yeah full spoilers we'll get into spoilers so full spoilers for Slumber Party Massacre 3 uh, where the, to start <laughs> Slumber Party Massacre 3 the hip hop happening party place to be <laughs> I'm giving it a wacky subtitle because I think I think they should have them well you know what I I was thinking I, I 
can't believe that none of them had like this subtitle which um I hope they at least had it on some poster or something, but one of them should have said, like, you know the drill or something at some point. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. What's, what's the tagline in this one? It's driller time and this bit's for you. Mm, for the drill okay, bit. I guess. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I get it, but it's, it's, not, it's not the same. What's the second one got? I like taglines. Oh, the second one doesn't have. I, I think too, actually, yeah. Oh, I think it does. It's just that's the Blu-ray cover, and the Blu-ray cover doesn't have a tagline. Yeah. Uh, come on, that's weird. It's it's the post on the thumbnail, but not when you click on it. Oh, no. mm-hmm. Right, I'm not I'm not giving up now. I, I need to know what the, <laughs> the tagline is in this. It's bugging the shit out of me. The party begins when the lights go out. That's pretty shit. That's horrible. <laughs> that, that, Awful. That, that does not play into what this movie is at all. Maybe okay. the worst tagline I've ever heard. What's the first one? Oh my god, it's getting cut off. <laughs> oh, here we go. Close your eyes for a second and sleep forever. What? what? That's, what? A name, that's like Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> tagline. What does that have to do with Slumber Party Massacre? That's awful. What, what is that's this? Like, that, make, that makes it feel like, you know, he's attacking them when they go to sleep or something. Like, oh. the, the slumber is the least, like, part of it. <laughs> All of a sudden, that, that shitty third one about the drill bits is the, the best one, because it's the only one that's relevant oh. to what the movie is. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. For shame, whoever I'm actually kind of surprised the plot of one of these wasn't that they had a prank call thing, and they, they pissed off the killer, and that's why he comes killing them. Yeah. <laughs> See that? I'm surprised that wasn't the plot w- of one of them. So I'm still not... A hundred percent sure what the killer's motivations are oh, in oh, yeah, this movie. Okay. We're, we're in the spoiler territory. Just, I, I think yeah. I said that, but I just we ended up talking about other stuff. But so, just for the record, spoilers now, right? Ask questions. So, all right. So, what is he trying to do this because of his uncle, who was a disgraced cop? Is that? I got the impression his uncle molested him. Okay, so it felt like they were doing that, but then why these girls? Why? Yeah, why these girls? Why a drill? Like, I don't, I, I, don't I, I kept thinking that they were going to end up being that he was like the nephew of the original driller killer or something. Yeah, I thought they might do that. Although the original driller killer, like, he didn't, because we find out earlier on in the movie his uncle was a cop and the cop committed suicide. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it can't be him specifically, but maybe it was related to the the killer or something. Or yeah, um, but they never do that. They just never. It's like just no. You hear him have like he hears visions of his uncle. He's like, that's oh, so like your uncle. Uh, what was his name? Uncle Bob. Uncle Uncle Billy. Billy? Yeah, yeah, your uncle Billy will always be there for you. It was really creepy. I'm like, okay, right, so yeah. his, his uncle molested him and trained him it's, to be a killer. And... It's creepy, but not in, like, a fun horror movie way. Like, and, it's like, oh, this is the kind of creepiness I don't want. And and then when it became clear they weren't really connected to the first movies, I thought, mm-hmm. okay, maybe these girls, their parents had something to do with the case that led to his suicide or something. Like, there's a reason why he's targeting yeah, yeah. this group of people. And it never came. It just never happened. Mm. So I was like, okay. All right. So I, I'm glad it wasn't just me then because sometimes I, I think like, did I I miss something or check my no, phone no. at like the one second where, where they explained everything? That's uh, what, I, I, I just believe that that's the sort of movie that they explain it in two seconds though. So you yeah. could miss it. You could actually <laughs> miss the whole thing by ch- glancing at your phone. 
hey, do you think this has anything to do with that guy that your parents uh, said was going to come and kill you? Like, <laughs> something dumb like that? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. No, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> there's, like, a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of weird stuff in this. Uh, the uh, guy you mentioned earlier, the really weirdo uh, guy that is just in their house, uh, like at the beginning, uh, because he thinks it was an open house. <laughs> oh, you mean the neighbor? I thought you meant the weird yeah. on the beach. Yeah. Oh it, no, yeah, not even that guy. <laughs> yeah, there's a weird neighbor, yeah, who comes in and he's like, "Oh, I thought it was an open house because the house is for sale. They've got a for sale sign out in the out in the front <laughs> lawn, uh, front yard." Yeah, um, yeah and- you don't. Open houses, you like set stuff up with real yeah. real estate agents. You don't just see a sign and go, "Oh, open house, let's go in there." Yeah, so that's kind of a creepy moment. But then he's he's kind of really awkward when he's leaving. He's like, "Oh, uh, he gets really close." Says, "Oh, can I can I look around and can I go up in the roof and all these weird yeah. things?" And then yeah. he, we see that he watches them across from across the street with a telescope. So he's like suspect number one. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, even, nothing ever happens. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing happens with him though. Think about no. it. He gets to live the rest of his life as a real creep. <laughs> he, he, he never interacts with them again. He calls the police uh. at one point when he sees things happening, but we never see <laughs> no, nothing. Ever actually happens. He never interacts uh. with the rest of the characters again. Yeah. Come here, think Maybe. about it. This movie has a lot of things it sets up and doesn't goddamn do. <laughs> it sets up the cops coming by later in the movie. The cop mm-hmm. never arrives. It sets up that this guy's across the street watching him in a te- a, you know the telescope, but it, they never do anything with it. He never like goes over and does anything. Mm. What was one thing? I don't know. Uh, one thing I maybe will give a little bit credit for, uh, I guess, was an okay setup, was uh, the mm-hmm. stuff with the bleach. Uh, I like that that came into play. Okay, yeah, the bleach in the killer. We're not done with suspects, though, Tim. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> so we had, we had Creepy Man across the street, the neighbor. We also mm-hmm. had Creepy, what I'm going to call 90s Man. It's like the 90s were rolling in, because this was came out in mm-hmm. 1990, and this guy just looks as 90s as possible. And he's just he's sitting on the beach, he's being really creepy and just staring at them. And yeah. then he shows up at the house, like, at the window, so they see him again at the house. And then he sneaks into the basement, and we find out later on that he's been killed. We find him in the, the big trunk in the in the basement. What if he was going to kill them, too? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, why was he there? They never actually established that he was there for... Because they said that he maybe just came back to, like, give her her, uh, her planner back, because she dropped, like, mm-hmm. a planner book. Uh, but then, like, he's still hanging around, and he sneaks into the basement. So he's obviously up to no good. But then he gets These killed. These poor anyway. girls, like even if someone wasn't trying to kill him, they're still gonna have a pretty horrible night either way. Yeah, like they, I mean, was he a second killer? But the the main killer <laughs> took him out before he could do anything like serious. Maybe. What? I don't get you it. You know what? You know what would actually be a pretty cool like plot for a movie is if there's like a slasher movie with like a bunch of victims, but they never actually die. Instead, it's just there's like so many people that want to kill him that they just keep killing each other. And, like, the victims never actually, like, find out about them or interact with them. We should do that, Tim. <laughs> I want to make that movie now. How great would that be? <laughs> we can call it Killing Spree. Or oh, something. Perfect. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame there's already an action movie called Hard Target. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Or Hard Target. We'll talk- yeah. We'll, we'll talk about this off. Uh, yeah, off yeah, 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 yeah. This is enough. <laughs> we stop giving away the gold. <laughs> yeah, free teasers. Yeah, we've got a movie to rate. Uh, so, so yeah, so so we have this goatee man who 
Like, I'm not going to say he was nowhere, because I actually, at least like, but it's, they never established why he was there. And I'm like, no. so there was a second character who was maybe going to try and kill them? Or at the very least, they were sneaking out of the house to steal stuff, or yeah. be a pervert? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, what was he doing? <laughs> it's insane. Um, so, and then we've got the pretty boy, who, like, one of the girls, like, sort of flirts with at the beach, and it gets invited over, who turns out, of course, to be the actual killer. And he's mm-hmm. the nephew of this, this Billy guy, and he's, like, going mad with the drill. Joe, earlier on in the movie, he for a couple of the kills, he wears this creepy mask, and I thought, oh, they've actually got a killer with a mask for a change, yeah. and I thought that looked cool. But then at the end of the movie, he just looks like, storming around in his khaki pants, and I'm like, yeah, khakis, that that's scarier. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, I, I guess I, I don't know if we should give him credit for this, but it's not really something you see that often, like the very preppy <laughs> killer. Yeah. Uh, no, like, I think that's a fair compliment. Uh, I do yeah. as much as I think his appearance is a bit weird for the end of the movie. I do actually like how manic he is. He's just kind of like waving the drill about, screaming at people, and be like, "Ah, you girls!" And I, I, I like, I like, I like that he like after he takes out a couple, a couple of the guys, he comes mm-hmm. back to the front door, just rings the doorbell, and then immediately comes in and starts sweeping the drill. Like there's I, five of them still left, and he just yeah, comes I, in swinging. Yeah, I, I like that entrance. Like, there's nothing, you know, like it. It, it doesn't take its time to set up like a, a creepy moment or anything it's just kind of like you know ding dong oh hey uh it's ken and then they open the door and it's just like he's kind of smiling and then immediately just starts like yeah like wave around and then yeah and you know people don't stand there and re- react they instantly start running and screaming and, and this is the thing for the characters themselves there's, there's no build up to he might not be trustworthy up until the moment he op- they open that door he has been out you know I mean, they don't know him that well, but he's been friendly, he's been nice, they, 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 there's no suspicion on their part that he might not be a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, and, he, but, you know, they open the door and he just starts swinging the drill. And <laughs> Although, it, it does lead to some weird problems I have with the rest of the characters, because I think they're all a bunch of idiots. Because the one oh, guy, yeah. who, the one guy who's, well, there's two guys that are left, but one of them, Duncan, he dies quite quickly at this point. Mm-hmm. So the, the main boyfriend, Which the main girl... Which I don't really feel too bad about, because he was kind of a creep, too. He was a bit of a creep. We'll talk more about him. I've, I've got things to say about Duncan. <laughs> but the, the main boyfriend guy, the main girl, he, like, mm-hmm. tackles him, and he actually knocks the drill out of his hand, and they, they, they kind of wrestle uh, for a knife that he's got. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Like I like I, I get that we're going for the whole like you're a bunch of innocent girls who are streaming and you know horror villain. Mm-hmm. There's still five of you. Tackle them. Five oh, yeah. of you can take him on. Especially since the other guys got him distracted. Mm-hmm. You could end Which, this right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they do kind of end up doing that towards the end. But why they're not doing it in that instant, I I have no idea. Instead, we have four girls all in a line at the the, the back door trying to get out and not re- to help the guy at all. It's it's actually yeah. really selfish and really stupid. They look like a bunch of idiots. Uh, also, it's not like you know you're not in a crazy, you know, weird security tight mansion or something like. This is a normal house. It shouldn't be that hard to leave. Well, actually, that brings me to my favorite moment in the entire film. After he's chased him about a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I think it's before he gets blinded by the bleach. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. it isn't. It may be after, but either way, one of the girls, she's trying to get out this this again. It's the sliding, oh, yeah. sliding patio door. She's trying to get out, and the guy's coming towards her, and she says, oh, F it. And she just dives through the window yeah. and just breaks easily for it. It's fantastic. <laughs> she just says, F it, and just jumps through it. <laughs> That's a really cool scene, but then she just, like, she almost, like, kills herself by, I mean, jumping through a, a glass door would not be 
you know, pleasant, but I don't think you would just instantly like die. Or maybe not die or pass out or whatever, but she just like falls to the ground and well, let's lies keep in mind, though, This is like the ground. It's not like she's up high and she jumps through like a tie up one. Yeah, it's just the ground window, and <laughs> it's not believable. It doesn't look like she actually does enough like pressure to do it. Like mm-hmm. it looks like a little. You know, it almost makes it look like she's got super strength because she yeah. just kind of like, you know, she's like right in front of it. She doesn't even take a run. She just yeah. kind of goes, "Oh, <laughs> f this," and just jumps out. <laughs> It is a pretty cool scene. But uh, I love it. I love it how ridiculous it is. It's probably my favourite moment in the film. My second favourite moment... Hmm. Or actually, I'm going to bundle a lot of moments together here because it's, it's kind of a three things that are all kind of in sequence with each other. So hmm. Ken and the girl he was flirting with, you know, Ken who turns out to be the killer, he's having he's having sex with uh, the girl he was flirting with and hmm. she's just going for his pants, right? She's just going to, like, you know, get, get the goods out. And hmm. as soon as her hand goes down there, he just gets this blank stare and he's looking and he stares at her, like... It, it, almost like he's offended she's going for his crotch, even though they're... You know, she's already topless. This is clearly what's happening, Ken. Get get the programme. But he just gets this blank stare on his face, and I thought that was funny. And then mm-hmm. he gets embarrassed, and he sort of leaves. And she goes for a shower mm-hmm. uh, afterwards, and earlier on in the movie, like she, she or at this point in the movie, actually, she, she pulls out the, uh, the vibrator at the drawer, which, by the mm-hmm. way, has a cable on it. <laughs> and plugs into the wall, which I don't think I've seen before. I feel like I, I'm just I'm more familiar with the battery uh, iterations yeah. of them. But she goes, "Oh, I guess it's going around." Poor guys, you know, impotent joke. Very good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Right. And then she goes into the bath. But then the killer comes in and mm-hmm. plugs plugs in the the vibrator and throws it into the bath, electrocuting her. She dies mm-hmm. by vibrator. <laughs> right. That's great. But my favorite moment of this whole thing. They find the body of the girl in the bath. Everyone, this is with the first victim. This is the first time they know like something's going on. Up until this point, they've been like, you know, because like the, the other guy, Michael, who was there earlier, he died outside, but they, they didn't really hear it properly. They had music on. They weren't letting them in because they thought it was a dick. But they find this body. They're all they all reacting and panicking, and they go up to the top of the stairs. And I can't remember what they say to trigger the moment. So someone like either asks where he was or. They, they ask something and he just freaks out and it's a really moment of bad acting where Ken just goes she's in a bag okay she's in the back of the cupboard okay and it just <laughs> it's just it was a fantastic moment of overacting that I loved yeah. <laughs> uh, so no I like that I like the plate glass window jump through mm-hmm. especially since she gives a little one liner before she does uh, so I like that stuff so I like the idea of the vibrator death scene but I thought it was shot so crappily that i don't know to me it was like one of the lamest kills because yeah he drops it in and then you see her behind the curtain and all you see is she kind of like shakes a little bit but like there's no screaming there's no you know like body thumping to the ground blood spilling out or anything i guess it's the idea of it is more fun than actually as on screen the idea is fine that said this, is, this might sound dark to say this, but I feel like it'd been even better kill if he. I mean, it's hard to do this in the water, I suppose. But like, I, I like the idea of death by vibrator when it's actually being used. Sure. Yeah. You know, like, like it's actually you know up in there, and then like, yeah. let's say let's say the killer's rigged the vibrator to electrocute her. So so she's got. You wouldn't see it all on camera, obviously. You'd film it with a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, as much class as one can do when they're filming a vibrator death scene. Yeah. But I, I think that could be a fun death of like seeing like, being electrocuted. From the crotch. Yeah, like, yeah, that 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 could be good. That could um, be fun. Yeah, maybe like, um, you know, maybe she's using it like, um, 
not plugged in or something, and then he goes in and plugs it in or something. But I don't know. I would think the vibrators would be uh, waterproof, but (laughs) hey-oh. Well, the good ones, anyway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If they're doing the job correctly. She's probably using, like, some ancient vibrator her mom gave her or something. Well, to be fair, though, most vibrators aren't plugged in at the wall, so they don't need to be waterproof because, okay, you've ruined the batteries, big deal. Yeah, good idea, good effort, but uh, probably could have been yeah executed a little better. So eventually, they blind him with bleach. Like so one of them, like they actually mm-hmm. start to fight back a little bit, and they, they throw bleach in his eyes, and he can't see, and he's like, sweat, you know, he's like, and this is actually kind of a weird thing. Is it almost like I was like, did Don't Breathe rip this movie off? Because it kind of turns into Don't Breathe for like five minutes, where he's blind and he can't oh, yeah. see anyone, and they're they're all like in opposite ends of the room, and they're all like, you know, they're all shooting <laughs> each other, and they're, they're moving quietly. Uh, there's also a moment here where he, he like he's about to kill the the brunette, you know, the one who was stripping earlier, and mm-hmm. she basically convinces him to just kind of have sex instead. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I, I can, I, she's basically just bargaining for her life. She's like, oh no, I can be here for you. I can be you know pleasant because he he keeps like he's clearly got like relationship and issues with females. Like mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of you know it's not a, a great written kind of psychotic character, but clearly they're going for that. Uh, yeah. So he he starts undressing her and they, and they end up and this is when he gets blinded I think uh, more or less, uh, but she gets killed and mm. he's waving around the drill and he's trying to find them and he's blind and it just keeps going on until eventually it becomes more of a hectic thing where they throw a net over him and all the rest yeah. of it. Uh, so so it's very chaotic. I like the don't breathe mm-hmm. part. I thought okay this is kind of fun. Like okay he can't mm-hmm. see and they're they're all in the room and they're trying to like be quiet. Like that's fun. There's a reason why don't breathe is a good movie. This idea is good mm-hmm. at its core, and that's okay. Uh, it's when he actually gets like beaten like half to death where he's like sitting there having these visions of hearing his uncle's uh, uncle Billy's always going to be there for you. Mm-hmm. Uncle Oops. Billy's here for you. Um, yeah. And then he gets back up, and that's when one of the girls just loses her shit and like kills him with the drill. She just goes nuts, mm. like oh, let's kill him before the cops even get here. It, now, did she also kill her friend in doing that? Is that what they were kind of implying? Because what what I, I what I kind of thought is that like one of the other friends was either on top of him or he was on top of her and then the other friend like went crazy grabbed the drill and started stabbing him but then in the process stabbed the friend as well because then afterwards like it seems like she has like this you know like reaction like oh my god what did i do but i i mean i I don't know if that was (laughs) not intended no i didn't see any of that (laughs) okay there was no one there was no one there i don't think it was just him well, there, there's another friend like on the floor that was dead next to him, but yeah, I but yeah, I, I don't think that was anything to do with. I mean, it was okay. to do with that, but it wasn't that moment. Like, uh, okay, that, that's who he was like killing when they started attacking him. I think that's why like, I think a problem I have with a lot of this stuff is like, um, yeah, sometimes I feel like it's not like super clear, and then yeah, you don't see a bunch of like. It's not. It, it's it, him. It's not the best shot movie. I I, yeah. I happily give you that happily. Like, like I do, I kind of like that first that it does feel very manic, where he's like wildly, you know, throwing the drill around. But then at one point, it just kind of goes from, oh, this is a interesting manic thing to, oh, mm. now it just kind of feels like lazy, where he's just kind of swinging it and nothing. You're not really seeing anything. Yeah. So they they kill him, and she sees the photo of like him mm. and his uncle, like when he's a little boy, uh, and yeah. that's kind of what we end the movie on. Is the the photo becomes like part of the the, the image, and then. Mm. 
we, we, we go to credits. Uh, one scene that I did kind of gloss over, actually. Mm-hmm. So this is the scene where Duncan trades shirts with the pizza delivery woman. Oh, not that one. But we need to talk about that. <laughs> so I just want to keep track of the things that the movie sets up. So guy with telescope never comes back into mm-hmm. it. They also set up that when he looks through the telescope, it looks like they're attacking the killer and not the other way around. Oh yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's the victim, and I thought, oh, that'll come into play. He'll tell the police something mm-hmm. like that. And then it doesn't matter because we never see the police. We hear the sirens at the end of the movie, but that's it. And he never comes back, so that doesn't matter. Uh, we set up uh, the cop showing up. He never does. We set up um, this creepy guy who just gets killed, which arguably that one's not a, a mistake, but it still kind of feels like we should have found out more about him before he died. Um, so we have all this. Uh, but anyway, so so Ken said, oh, my uncle's a police officer. Uh, I'll go get his help. This is before the, the find he's bad. And he takes one of the guys with him. And he ends up having this fight scene with the guy when he turns out to be the killer. And he like he chainsaws the back of his leg, his ankles. Because <laughs> the guy mentioned in the scene before that his ankles sometimes are a bit sore. And they, they give out. He's got mm-hmm. bad ankles. And after he chainsaws his ankles, he's like, never show your weakness. And then he, then he leaves. <laughs> uh, so that, that was I mean, a to be fair, like, you could chainsaw any part of his body. It doesn't, like... It's not like oh that his it was because that was his weakness that he died. Well, yeah, t- that's why it's funny. <laughs> uh, it, and to be fair, the guy isn't even dead. Like he's, when he's walking back to like a, a payphone to like phone the the girls to make his like oh I'm cu- I'll be back soon before he you know mm-hmm. reveals himself to be the killer. You see that uh, the guy he just like chainsawed. He's still alive. He's still like sort of like oh I'm in pain. Oh, and of course, do we see him again in the movie? Of course we don't, no, because this no. movie doesn't finish things like that. It just <laughs> lets them all hang, because that's what Slumber Party Massacre 3 is. A lot of hang time. It's 12 whole minutes longer on the previous two films, and somehow it leaves all these unanswered questions and unanswered <laughs> subplots just kind of floating in the air. Madness, I tell you, madness. But yeah, you wanted to talk about the pizza girl scene. Uh, and I think this is so. So Duncan's a bit of a weirdo as well. Uh, he's very weird at the start of the movie because the movie starts on the, the beach and they're all playing volleyball, and he's kind of like this dweeb who wants to come up and like sort of watch and help and you know whatever. But it, the weird thing about him though is they're not like, "Hey, you suck. You can't hang out with us." It's like, "Hey, you suck, but we'll let you stay and be a part of our group." I guess. <laughs> kinda, yeah. He's kind of the misfit of the group. So, but basically, so so the other guys like try and scare the girls. Then the the girls kick them out, and then they come back with flowers later. But in the middle of all this, when the guys are away getting flowers and stuff, mm-hmm. Duncan, the goofball, is outside, and they've ordered pizza at this at this point because the girl who was meant to bring the hamburgers that were going to barbecue get killed <laughs> at the start of the movie, so she never showed up. So Duncan's outside when the pizza girl arrives, and she's got mm-hmm. two pizzas with her, and he's like, "Hey, I'll give you ten bucks if you give me a shirt." And let me deliver the pieces. <laughs> it's like, no way, this is my job. It's like, 20 bucks. It's like, no, you can buy them at the store. It's like, look, I've got 4250 on me. I'll give you that, give me the shirt, and I'll let me deliver the pieces. It's like, okay, fine, but you need to give me your shirt. And it's like, okay, fine. <laughs> and then there's this awkward silence, and then Duncan's like, well, turn around, I don't want you to see me get my top yeah. off. <laughs> like, he's the one who's bothered by it. Oh, a... The piece of girl, by the way, does get killed. She gets killed on the way back to her car. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor girl. She, she, all, yeah. all she did was make some money for her t-shirt and deliver her pizza which I did think it was and, weird though that like Duncan like I, I mean I guess that 40 was including the, the price of the pizza but I yeah. thought I thought he still had to get paid for the pizza and then give her the money back for that 
yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't understand this plan. Yeah, it's not uh, a good deal. And yeah, it's like once you get some of the pizza, it's like, oh, yeah, just he brought food. Just let him in. Yeah, like no one's like, hey, uh, does he? are we sure that he works for this pizza place? Or No one mentions like, it, yeah. Why, why does it matter? Like, oh, if he wasn't wearing the shirt, they would have been like, oh, you're a creep. You can't come in here. But oh, since he does. All right. I guess you could come in and hang out with us the entire night. <laughs> it was like an elaborate ruse that didn't need to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then he gets like, yeah. And he's, it, I don't know. He's just a, a very strange character. Like I, I often, um, you know, uh, like the nerdy misfit characters or whatever, but not when they're like this, like, pathetic and creepy and he's got the uh, the bowl hair cut you know like someone's put a bowl over his head oh, and yeah. cut around it he's got that really hard sort of edge to all of his hair um yeah. and at one point one of the girls like when when the girl's up with ken like having sex and uh like the main girl's making out with her boyfriend in the next room mm-hmm. uh she's like oh is everyone going to get laid tonight except me and then duncan just sort of swoops <laughs> into, this, into this shot and goes i'm available <laughs> he's like shut up duncan it is funny because it, it did feel like wow like everyone's pairing up like uh, i don't i don't know if they intended this but it uh, seems to be working out pretty well for almost everyone so far but there's more girls than guys so a couple of the girls have mm. to be which makes duncan feel even worse i'd imagine like oh sure know, there's like three girls left and none of them want them like that's just yeah. that's got a heart of man's man's pride uh yeah. it's funny actually because earlier on the, the main girl and her boyfriend like he drops her off after the beach and he's he's like oh after you know after last night and because like, they made out apparently he's like oh you know I want I want more and he kisses her and then she goes oh you do like me what do you mean after the kiss and the the whole I want to like you know yeah. date you and stuff like after all that that we'll, we'll give it away what what part was the the bit you, the bit you needed for the, the he likes me confirmation I don't know that yeah. Oh, weird characters doing weird things, really bad acting, but especially from the brunette uh, with mm-hmm. the big hair and the killer. But I'd say entertaining in a bad way. It's not as entertaining as the yeah. first two, um, but if you like bad slasher movies, I still think there's enough here to uh, get get enjoyment out of it. I still think, as a bad movie, you can have some fun. Yeah, it definitely was fun. Uh, I just, I, I guess, I kind of just wish it was maybe a, a little more so. But uh, I'm, I'm not mad that I watched it. And uh, I mean, if you've seen the other two, I'd say it's you know worth it to finish out the trilogy. So, uh, Tim, what would you rate yeah. Slumber Party Massacre three out of ten? What did you give the first two actually? Well, we're on before you. Uh, I don't remember, but that it had to be probably around five or six ish territory. I think. Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say any of them are less than a five. Um, this one I'm going to give uh, a slight little nudge. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give it a 5.5. 5, um, cause yeah, there are fun bits and, you know, and it is goofy and cheesy. Uh, and so there is enjoyment to get out of it, but, uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of like lasting appeal for me. I gave the first two both seven actually for different reasons oh wow <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, had, I had such a blast with the first two this, this one I agree more with your number though I, I think 5.5 <laughs> sounds a bit right it's not a yeah. good movie uh, by any means it's 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 actually downright bad but uh, it's goofy bad and I, I get a kick out of these types of bad movies yeah. so I'm, I was yeah, into it I, I definitely can't say that I wasn't entertained while watching it yeah of course 
Also, whenever speaking of things that set up, like the, the, <laughs> the other cop who's like talking to the one on the phone, he's like, mm-hmm. do, "Do you not worry you ever get some of these wrong? Like you think it's a prank or you think it's this, but it's actually <laughs> something serious, you know." Like it, like the police should be responding to. And he's like, "Ah, oh, no, I'm always right," and he never finds out it was wrong. <laughs> he never gets his comeuppance and like learns no. that like, he did make a mistake. <laughs> so just you know, again, another thing that the movie kind of sets up in a normal movie with a proper script would pay off later. It never yeah. pays off. It just disappears. <laughs> it's especially bad because you get like three scenes with them as well. They keep going back to them, but then it never has an yeah. ending. Yeah, it seems like it's supposed to be like a weird running joke, but it's just like, why is he not <laughs> doing anything? I don't know. Oh, well, there you go. That is Slumber oh. Party Massacre number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final in the D franchise. Oh, we can only hope that one day we get the fourth movie. <laughs> one day. Well, who knows? Uh, other franchises uh, or the, know, have the, had had long gaps in there. The the fifty million uh, dollar remake, maybe we we'll, we'll get that. <laughs> the reboot, <laughs> Slumber Party Massacre episode one. I I wouldn't put it past them. Party uh, time. At, at some point, they're gonna have to run out of things to remake, so <laughs> it'll <sighs> be a better time. We need more slasher movies. Slasher movies not been a big thing these last few years. It's all been supernatural stuff. I need some killers back in my my movies. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but there you go. That is Slumber Party Massacre 3. So let us know if you've seen the movie, what you think of it in the comments below. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mail underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel and support streams after midnight, you can head over to patreon.com slash TV uh, and keep us doing more shows and everything and possibly extra stuff and all kinds of stuff uh, there's bonuses including voting rights there's commentary tracks in a different tier so we'll have a, have a look at that and check it out but uh, otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching and or listening uh, we always appreciate it uh, there you go keep watching scary movies we'll see you next time goodbye